Have you ever asked the question, how do I hear from God? Like, does God speak to me? How do I know? Well, in this episode, I'm sharing the top three ways that I hear from God in my own life. And once I recognized these ways and then made sure to put them into my daily life, I've experienced God in such a fresh way. My confidence is so much greater than it was because when I trust that the Lord is the one speaking and then I take action, I trust that he has my back. And that right there is the game changer. Welcome to His Word, My Walk, where my desire is to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and yes, even challenge your body. I'm your host, Kayla, just your girl next door, Christian mentor and life coach. For the next 20 minutes, I'll be here in your ear to drop some truth, encourage you, lift you up, and share insight from my own life about how God's Word and my daily walk go together. So lace up your sneakers, head out the door, and let's get into it. All right, y'all, I am back. Now, if you didn't know, I just took a month away from the His Word, My Walk podcast, and it was such an incredible month. Whether you've been with me from the start of this show's journey or are just checking out this episode as your first visit in, I'm grateful for you. And I also want to encourage you to take time to go back and listen to the other episodes. This month, I did just that. I know a lot of podcasters do not listen to their own show, but here's the thing. What I'm sharing in each episode is what I believe the Lord has asked me to share. And in asking me to share, He has broken things down and taught them to me in a unique way that I can relate to, and I pray you can relate to as well. I always tell you that what I share, I've been through or the Lord is currently working to help me through. And sometimes I believe He gives me the points for me, but also in such a creative way to share. And I don't always take the time to really, truly sit with the teaching. Sometimes I just share with you and then I move on to the next episode. So by listening back, it's like the Holy Spirit will speak to me through me all over again. And I learned so much. Here's the next thing. In taking a month away from this podcast, the Lord blew my mind with other opportunities. You know I put a lot of effort and studying into teaching in these episodes, and it really does take a lot of time and energy from me. But in the past month, having that extra capacity to listen and share, I never could have imagined all the things he sent my way. If you haven't heard about the Bible Journaling Bootcamp, that's a new program that happened this month, and it was so transformative for the women in the program that, yes, I'm offering it again. In fact, the waitlist for the next cohort is already filling up, so head to hiswordmywalkpodcast.com to catch all the details. Not only that, but I was asked to be the guest speaker at my local church's women's brunch. 150 women came, and I was able to study and prepare and speak God's encouragement into each of them. And out of the blue... I was also asked to create a devotional and teaching curriculum for teenage girls headed to serve at summer camp so they can also receive while they are giving so much to others. What? There is no way I would have been able to say yes to all those opportunities while still studying for this podcast every week. And honestly, I don't even think those opportunities would have even surfaced because God knows my capacity. So here's what I want to say to you. Sometimes God will ask you to set something to the side for a while. And I want to encourage you to listen and be obedient to that. Know that it's temporary and then fully embrace that time away. I also want to share this was not a fast for me. I know often people will fast from social media or fast from TV or fast from, well, obviously food. But I don't want to confuse you. 
For me, this was not a fast. This was not me laying down my podcast as a stronghold in my life and sacrificing that time. It was actually a step of obedience, which soon became a joyful step of obedience. And I'm back, exactly as we had planned together, ready to keep on keeping on. Now, with that said, I have found myself more often lately being asked, how do you hear from the Lord? Like, how do you know it's Him? How do you hear His instructions? How do you know? So today I'm here to share all I can about that in the next 17 or so minutes. I'll share with you the top three ways that I hear from the Lord in my life, and I'll explain some other tidbits in between. So let's go. How do I hear from the Lord? Here are by far the top three ways I hear from him in my life. Number one, his word. I guess I should clarify the Bible. You got it. The Bible. Literally his word. A scripture that's often quoted, but I wanted to share it with you again today is 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. It says this, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. You hear that? All scripture is inspired by God. Another translation says this, All scripture is God-breathed. The Bible is quite literally His Word. So when I meet people who ask me how I hear from the Lord, and then I ask them when the last time they opened their Bible was, um, you see where I'm going with this? Let me bring you into my life in early 2017. I was living with my almost three-year-old niece and my newborn nephew, because let's be honest, once I became an auntie, I wasn't there with my brother and sister-in-law anymore. I mean, love them too, but I was definitely living in California with my niece and nephew. I had spent the past 10 years doing everything I could to know more about God and live my life for His glory. I took almost every additional class offered at the Potter's House Church in Texas when I lived there. I headed to Africa with Bishop T.D. Jakes. I even moved to Arizona to attend Arizona Christian University studying the Bible. Then I had a full-time job at one of Arizona's largest churches. I returned to Canada for a couple years between there. That's another story. But while I was in Canada, attended a local church and even created a youth ministry department for the church, planning every week's lessons and teaching these teenagers how to put God first in their lives and help make him real in the world they were living in today. So in early 2017, living in California with my niece and nephew, I was going to church every Sunday, watching extra sermons on YouTube throughout the week. I was reading Christian books and I was waiting for my next work visa to go through, taking me back to work full-time at a large church in Phoenix, Arizona. I thought I was so close to God. I had done so much to know about Him and to grow and to share with others and to understand. In continuing my quest of always wanting to learn more, I made myself a deal that I would read one chapter per day of a Christian book before going to the gym in the morning. Now, I've always been a morning person, usually up in the fives, so I would actually head to the gym and oftentimes be back before anyone else in the house was even awake. But I wanted to learn more. So I made a deal with myself that I would read each morning one chapter before going to the gym. And I did it. It was going so well. But then one day came. That one day the Holy Spirit whispered to me so gently that I was doing all these things and reading all these books and I was still wanting to hear more from the Lord. I was depending on others. I was depending on the pastor to tell me what the Lord said. I was depending on the author to tell me what the Lord said. I was holding on to song lyrics and singing over and over and over, reciting what this singer said about God. And it hit me. And it hit me clearly. And this statement right here changed my life and is now the one statement that I live by and teach every woman I work with. Time about God 
is not the same as time with God. You see, I was spending a lot of time about God. I was listening to sermons about God. I was singing songs about God. I was reading books about God. I was talking to others about God. But when it came to actually spending time with him, oh, wow. And that was the day right there in April of 2017 that I committed to spending time with him in his word every single morning. I changed my Christian book for the Bible and every morning read one chapter before I went to the gym. And I can confidently tell you that in the past five years, I have missed maybe five days per year total with one two month stint in 2019 as exhaustion and love and hospitals and doctors and grief came. But holy cow, since April of 2017, I have heard God. He has spoken to me every single morning. How? Through his word. Before I move on to the second way that I hear from God, let me give you some understanding and pointers for spending time with God in his word every day. First, open his word intentionally and do it when you are joyful. I am so serious about this. I had a call with a woman just this week who had been feeling so guilty and even wrong in her relationship with God because she really struggles in the mornings and then she has to get to work super early. She's heard for years that as a Christian, you should be reading your Bible first thing in the morning to set your day up with God and give him your first. And as soon as she started sharing this, I started smiling from ear to ear because I knew I was about to share with her something that would allow her to feel freedom like never before. This was my response to her. Yes, I believe we should give God our first. We should start our days with him. But that truly might be a good morning and a thank you and a little conversation. But when it comes to sitting down to spend time with him in his word, that intentional time should be when you're alert, when you're awake, when you're wanting to have this date with him. And although it's no secret that I'm a morning person, I have friends and clients who prefer to spend time with God reading their Bibles before bed. That's their time. No problem. The bottom line is that your relationship with God is a real relationship. Think about your relationships in life. Think about your spouse even or your significant other. They know whether you're a morning person or not. And if you're not, they appreciate a good morning kiss, but they truly look forward to that date you have planned later. They know not to push and ask too many questions or expect you to have a drawn out conversation first thing in the morning. They know you and hey, God knows you. Okay, so there's that. I hope that gives you some freedom right there. Second, understanding how someone speaks takes time and effort and patience, but you cannot give up. Those days of living with my niece and nephew, man, I could translate every goo-goo and gaga. I understood every half-broken mumble of something. If you're a parent, you know how it is. Other people will watch you have a conversation with your child and be like, there is no way that's what they just said. But yep, it is because you understood them. How do you do that? You spend time with them every day. You get to know how they speak. You listen to them over and over and over. You hear their patterns. You know their heart. You recognize their desires, love, relationship, understanding. They take effort. Do not give up on God's word when you think you can't pronounce a name or a city. I mean, heck, I graduated with my first degree in kinesiology. And do you think I could pronounce everything properly in my anatomy textbook? No, partially because my professor was from another country and he pronounced words differently. But my point is, do not give up. Keep reading. Keep being open. Over time, you will understand more, I promise. And third, find a translation that works for you. 
I prefer to read the New Living Translation of the Bible. That's the one I read every day. But I also help women discover one that works best for them. Know this, God loves you. He's not some cryptic talking in code and maybe one day you will figure it out kind of God. He is a loving and generous and merciful and gracious God who desires to have a relationship with you, who desires to speak with you. So trust me on this one. If you want to hear from God, spend time with him regularly in his word. Okay, let's move on since I stayed on that point for a while. Can you tell that's the one that really changed my life, like for real? (laughs) All right, number two, the second way I hear from God most often is out walking or hiking. Look, I've always liked to go for walks. I actually used to go for walks and put in a podcast sermon. It was my time for some extra learning about God. (laughs) I love a good podcast out for a walk. In fact, you already know, I encourage you to listen to this podcast while out on a walk. But I'm about to challenge you. The next time you go for a walk or a hike, can you open up a conversation with God and walk in what you may think is silence, allowing him to speak to you? This started happening for me in just the past year and even more in the past six months. I started going for walks and hikes without something in my ear. Well, that's not the whole truth. I wear one headphone. Is it called one if it's a headphone? I wear one headphone when I am walking or running or hiking. I like to hear what's around me, but even with no music, I still kept that one headphone in, but with no sound. It's almost like a blinder for me to help keep me focused. I mean, whatever works, right? But here's the kicker. Intentionally. I was hiking up a local mountain. The climb to the first plateau takes me just under seven minutes. Yes, I time it and challenge myself. That's that's how I roll. Well, one day, I think I started with a, okay, God, let's do this. And then for that climb, all I heard through my one headphone was myself breathing heavy and nature around me. When I reached the plateau, I realized I had thought through my entire next podcast episode and had thought of the points to share and make it clever and everything. Okay, hear what I said? Because this right here is a tip that will help you. I thought of all the points to share. I thought of what to speak about. I thought of the examples to share. Really, Kayla? You're going to take all the credit here? See, part of recognizing God's voice is humbling yourself to the limit of your own mind and thoughts. I know I'm pretty creative and pretty good with words, but to just have it all flow within that time, I cannot take credit for that. Well, I continued on my hike, which is about an hour beyond that climb, and at that point, I put my audiobook back in. Well, the next week, I wasn't sure what points to share in my podcast, so I decided to try this strategy again. At the base of the mountain, I had a little chat with God and said, Okay, last week you helped me with this, and you helped me with what to share and teach about. Will you help me again? I'll be listening for this whole climb, no distractions. Again! And the most incredible thing about hearing from the Lord is actually giving him the credit for your thoughts. Because if you want to hear from the Lord and he is speaking to you, stop trying to take the credit. See, there are times in your life that you've been praying for direction or praying for something and you'll say, oh, that just came to me. Wow. Or, yo, I have this new idea. It's going to be so amazing. I can't believe I didn't think of that before. Um, Yeah, because you didn't think of it. So the thing is, just like I plan what I call a walk and talk with a friend, I literally schedule in that we will each go for a walk or I'll walk while you sit and watch your kids at swimming lessons, real life example from last week. I began to intentionally schedule walks with the Lord and then listen and recognize what's coming up for me in my mind, what ideas, what thoughts, what direction, what examples of my life. Y'all, I had to realize there's no way I came up with all that. It had to be God. 
And from there on, I looked forward to our dates on the trail, so much so that my regular walk and talk buddy will often say, okay, are you climbing and God talk time or can you chat with me? See, again, if you want to hear from the Lord, you've got to give him the space to speak. We all know what it's like when we're having a conversation with a friend and we just can't even get one word in. Or how about that friend that you know you could help if they would just truly take the time to listen to what you have to say, right? And that leads me into my third of my top three ways that I hear from the Lord in my life. And that is when I'm coaching or teaching or serving others. This one right here. I didn't even recognize this as one of the top ways God speaks to me until I went for a hike asking God to give me like three points or five points or an acronym or something fun for this podcast episode. But this is so real. And I realized that I would just chalk it up to being a blessing to someone else or pouring into someone else or sharing with someone else. But who do you think gave you that perfect blessing to give to them? Who do you think prompted your heart to go over there and speak to that stranger? See, I've always said there's just something special when you know that you've been used by God. Like when you know that he just used you to bless someone else, ugh, it's like the best feeling. But this past week, I realized, well, shoot, that's him clearly speaking to me. Before I get on a call with any women I coach or mentor or serve, I ask God to use me. As we open in prayer together, I always ask God to speak exactly what he wants to say to his daughter in that moment and in those times. And just like the woman I shared about earlier who left our call with the freedom to read her Bible any time of the day, I have to give God the credit. To see women in tears when I'm encouraging them and helping them see God's perspective, that's him speaking to me what to say. I'm not that good. I cannot say this enough. God is real. And this relationship I have with him is real. And he is real in your life too. The most incredible thing about being a Christian mentor and life coach is that yes, I can give strategies based on science, based on studies, based on data. And I do because proven strategies are very helpful. But I also get to speak God's word and God's truth and God's love into women's lives and situations. And that right there, when God speaks, that is custom from his heart to yours. I could share with you one scripture that you've heard over and over and over, but right in the moment, right now, it hits different. That's because God is here and God is real and his love for you is beyond what any of us can even comprehend. So look, I pray that this little chat today has given you encouragement, given you ideas, given you hope, and honestly, I pray it has given you a push to intentionally spend time with God. Remember, time about God is not the same as time with God. And so I'm challenging you. Don't build a relationship with him only based on what you hear or read about him from other people. I'm going to say that again. Do not build a relationship with God only based on what you hear or read about him from other people. Go to the source. Go to the word. Go to God. Spend time with him. He's speaking. He hasn't stopped. Are you ready to listen? Thank you for joining me this week. My prayer is that this episode was able to ignite your spirit, elevate your mind, and challenge your body. The His Word My Walk podcast is here to serve you. So if you haven't already, you can check out more of my programs and services at hiswordmywalkpodcast.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Kayla Praise. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a written review in your listening app, I would really appreciate it. I'll see you next time.